0: Of us beholding my new Mishnah, Ram Gamriel Oymer, Mishnah Tezvav. Ram Gamriel Oymer, Asa Elochorav, make yourself a teacher, be stark, distance yourself from something which is doubtful, and don't often take myself by estimation. There are a number of points to ask on the Mishnah. The first one is, why don't we bring Ram now? Until this stage, we were going in order of the transmission of Torah from generation to generation. And we detailed every step of the process, from Moshe to Yeshua to the Skanim, to the Nevim. And then afterwards, the various leaders of the Jewish people following. And then we get Hillel and Shammai. And then rather than telling us the next generation who receive from Hill and Shammai, we jump. Why is the Mishnah doing that? The second question we can ask is that what Ram Gamliel's first piece of advice, the al Chorav, is really echoing the words which you had performed in the Mishnah. already in Mishnah above, Yeshev ben Prahi said exactly the same words, the al Chorav. So we understand that Pirkei Avus, which was the unique teaching, the Kiddush, if you want, of each of the Tanaim, It wouldn't be necessary to repeat something which had already been said. Similarly, the Maral asks, how do we put these three things together? What's the common link between making a rav, avoiding cases of sophic, and not taking maesiris by estimation? Now, what that means is like this just to explain the term. The halacha is that maesir is a tenth of the crop. How does a person know what the tenth of the crop is? So, either you can estimate it, you can size up how big a crop he has, and work out more or less with 10% and take that as maesir. Well, the other option is to measure it. You have to pick it all up and weigh it, and keep a calculation, and then you'll know exactly how much 10% is. If a person's successful, he has a granary full of wheat, so to weigh the entire amount of wheat that there is is a very tedious job. Is a person obligated to do that or not? So, that ta'alaqa is, that a person is allowed to take ma'asib boy, which means with an estimation, and Rav doesn't argue with that, this is a person shouldn't always do that. It shouldn't marbe uh, to be to take my estimation. In other words, it seems like it's something which is allowed but not frequently. So what does this all mean? So let's first see read the morale uh, uh, inside. And we'll learn from him uh and how he puts together all the three things from Gamil said. So the morale says, Yes, Nishal, Main and Dvarama. What puts these three concepts together? She has the The three things are on Gamliel. This is not something new. Rebbeim exactly the same words. So explains, and he says, that, Gamliel, is in Yonov, Brurim, When Gamliel came to, to give a person instruction, that everything in that should be clear, without that, He myself." When a person does something and there's a suffoc in it, It's not something which a person is doing with his seichel, What a person does with his mind has to be clear. Then his mind can make a decision. But Aksil a person who's foolish who's not using his mind, so he gropes in the darkness without knowing where to go. But a person who wants to be considered a Baal Seichel, that means that he thinks through things and he only does things when he gets him. And when a person acts without clarity, without uh, coming to a decision, so then he's not called a Baal Seichel. Now, in what ways does a Seichel apply? In three areas a person can be in doubt. In there is something to do with his with his understanding, when a person has something like liyotim, he has different ways of looking at it. for him anything which a person has doubts about, which he doesn't know, and a it's not totally on his understanding, it's totally on his awareness of the circumstances. When it comes to doing a mitzvah, that a person isn't sure he's doing the mitzvah. And therefore, with these three kinds of psychos, let's just finish what the moral says and we'll elaborate. He says, Okay, we're writing the first suffolk, so the, the antidote to that is to make himself a ref. Bidashia Mashi Masha Ikne Bakokma Dava Barbri Sufik. That over what comes to the understanding will be clear to. The second point, which is the suffoc in knowing what happens, is that if Talak Mira Sufiq, you should avoid cases of a suffic. We call Davasha Ya Safak. Anything which could provide a doubt. The uh Babada, the inun isr, ain't sehlemah, Yusuf As Isr al-Khumra. We're not talking about a suffic some Asur or not, because anyway the locha then is reversal in doubt. About about an he has to be marked. anything which could cause him a damage, so don't get into the situation. When it comes to mitzvahs, don't take them by estimation. and even though one's allowed to do that, the Torah says a person can estimate the ma'aser. We have to the lachem, trumaschem." A person can think about this truma. And that, ben Gamla the And Just like a person can estimate and think about how much truma he has to take, kach So I think a person can estimate his truma which he doesn't have to actually weigh it. Even though the Torah says you to take a tenth, but we can estimate the tenth. And only by Maise, which is the tenth, the person can estimate it. You shouldn't get used to it. If it's a case of pressing needy, he doesn't have time to weigh or measure it, then it's motor. I will voice. yes, but to get used to doing it regularly, Ali he shouldn't do it. Even if he's good at estimating, but after he should avoid it because it's not completely accurate. He does everything which is clear, he doesn't rely on things which aren't completely clear. does everything which is clear, he doesn't rely on things which aren't completely clear. Doing things which are clear is a shameless for him. Lots of mistakes come from a lack of clarity. And therefore, when a person does things which are clear, he avoids those mistakes. Moral continues, and he says, and that's what's the difference between this Mishnah and the Mishnah before. And he says that. Even though oma taught me the teaching. brings it again here. It's not for the same reason that yesheu Ben brought it. Ki yet today it's coming to a person in direction. Because if he has a raf, it's not a question of knowing what to do. It's even if a person is able to work it out for himself, but there could still be an unclarity of what to pass. And that's why she have a rough. Again, we'll explain a little bit more as soon as we finish seeing what the maral says. And therefore, he doesn't have to be so much himself. himself. And therefore, he doesn't have to be so much on himself. Shem rav ain't the torah With having a rav means his learning is more clear. Why it doesn't say here that, 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 that the continuation of the tirus? Because it ended by Hiddel and Shammai, like we saw like in the Sanhedrin. If Mishra'ah me that Hidal and Shammai, Shashim should call and so, the first point which the moral explains to us is that the reason why we didn't bring uh, the next generation who followed on the footsteps of Hillel and Shammai, those who received the Torah from me, was because there was a change, in what happened before that and after that, and previously, and that's the principle. That, until then, there had been a transmission of Torah from teacher to student, teacher to student, from generation to generation. And there were no arguments, because every generation received fully what uh, was taught by the previous one. Whereas, when it came to the students of Hidal and Shammai, and we saw that there was a time when, because of the persecution, the Chachamim had to disband, had had to hide, had to run. So there wasn't that opportunity to teach or to learn, and we made it because there was that much more unclarity They became that much more makhlaikas. And because of that, there was no longer the direct transmission from one other. And this also explains to us in the historical context why this was the lesson which Rangam wanted to teach us. That specifically, when there was a situation when there wasn't that clarity anymore, and there wasn't that clear uh, transmission, that clear musterah, from teacher to student. And there were areas of unclarity, and there were areas where there wasn't a uh, musterah. So here it became even more important to discuss this principle which Rehambil told us, and that is to avoid the suffering, to avoid cases of death. Why? Because the person who acts without a clear understanding of what he's doing or what he needs to do, like Morel says, isn't isn't acting b'seichel. It might be a guest, an educated guest. It might be a person who is just work, uh, groping aimlessly in the dark. Either way around, it's not a, something which is a, a, something which a person is clear about and understands what they do, which is what being a b'seichel would require. So, where are the three areas that Maral spoke to us that a person can be besophic? And let's explain how Qamril's three teachings uh, solve or resolve each one of them. The first one he mentioned was that a person is not sure what's the right thing to do. He knows the situation, but he doesn't know what's the psak, what's the halakha. Now, this is very common, especially when we have a makhlukas. You have different opinions, you have different positions. And in the times of Idul Vishama there were different schools of Zak and our person's not sure what he's meant to do. Well this wasn't something which was the the then it replied today as well. On nearly any topic, you'll open up this forum and you'll find that different posts can hold different things. So how's a person meant to know what what to pass? So Moshe Feinstein talks about this and one of his us and he explains. And he so says there's two ways. One way to to be able to pass gun is for the person who is on the level that is able to be a post and what he needs to do is he needs to learn so you on the beginning the gemara all the source references the rishonim, follow it through to all the post scheme and then when you see the makhlakas learn up both sides of the makhlakas understand the arguments for and against each side and for the person who has the ability to come to a conclusion so then he can understand, We'll. See which side he understands better, which proofs by him are, are clearer, and based on that, that's how he's going to pass And In that other case, it's not based on necessarily uh, who the individual post is, but rather um, I'm at a level where I'm able to learn up a circuit fully and I'm able to come to a conclusion based on the arguments for each and each side. To pass it. Now, that doesn't mean to say I'm the one who's judging who's right and who's wrong. We understand that there's different approaches to Torah, and the fact that I understand one better doesn't mean that I'm not saying that he's right and the other one's wrong. But since you have a dinim mksak, and that is a of dying, that of end of race, the person who can only ask and base what he understands, so it has to be that, uh, that I'm following an opinion I understand. If there's an opinion I understand better, so then I'm understanding that opinion better. That's the opinion I'm going to follow. The other option for a person who isn't yet at the level where they can pass on their own. So, so I remember asking a friend, Knefski's de bracha many years ago, when we we're still people were asking questions get answers, not just like a bracha. And that is, we know that it was accepted in Klal Yisrael. The Mishnah uh, was a pesek and uh, based on uh, against all the achronim that say uh, who preceded him we can safely pass an act to Mishnah he was accepted by Klaishal as a Poisek and therefore even there at times that the Mishnah argues with the Chaya Ye'odam or the Arach HaShulchan or the Echaz Shulchan Aruch Klaishal passed an act like to Mishnah but the question I ask to find is that there were lots of Poisek since the Mishnah Burr at uh, Chaznish, Mishnah Feinstein Masha and many others so, what is there a mahalach or khal in, in the more recent person? And Rukhan Chaim answer was: you must take a certain pesuk to be a rough, and you find out what they say throughout. And what's the logic of that? And that is, if a person is not at the stage where he's able to learn up all the science and and, and come to a decision as a to which one to follow, and definitely when I asked the question, I was but I was definitely wasn't holding at that stage then. So, then the answer is going to be you aren't in a position to judge, so you have, you, you follow a certain postsec, let him be the one to judge. And whatever that voice tells you, so you're going to listen to him. And if a, per- so, and if a person doesn't have a specific postsec to ask the so says, then let the Mishabura be your voice. So, that's the that's the assayt of a al Chorav. A Chorav is that in a case where there are different opinions. And the person uh, wants to know who you should follow. So if in every case he's going to decide in this situation, in this case I follow this person, in this case I follow that person, then in I'm acting without clarity because I don't have a clear uh, mahalach, a clear decision or a position who I follow. And then I'm going to have be was have be said with that because should I follow this time Rav or Should I follow Rav Or maybe I should follow Rav No, maybe I should follow Rav Scheinberg, or any other poskim like there might be. So there could be uh, the, the there isn't even within the various poskim a person is acting without clarity. A person is acting, so to speak, blindly. There's no clear uh, decision. There's no clear Mahalach what to do. Whereas if a person has a, a certain rab, he follows a certain poisek throughout. So then, there isn't that unclarity. He knows that even though the arm I I have the rab I ask, I have the Rav I listen to, and that rab is the person who is able to uh, decide, comes to a, a certain clear uh, clarity, and I'm not I can follow them. And uh, the other point, besides for just acting haphazardly, is that a certain poisek, he he goes with his, he goes with his, which means there's a certain, uh, you, you, oneness, shlemus, wholeness, in high paskins. it all fits into the same way of thinking, whereas if a person arbitrarily chooses to pass on like one person in this case, another person in the other case, he's going to end up contradicting himself, because very often, uh, the, the, the way a person passes is based on high pascans in other places. Where way a person who, and rules here is based on his understanding of something else. And the Gemara itself says this. Again, in the Dara that Ram was talking about, the Dara following Hedal B'Shammai, where there were so many Qasim. So the Gemara then says, if a person wants to follow Shammah consistently, he can. This was before there was a Paschal, that Paschal, that Rav Zak So until that stage, when there were different schools of thought and different ways to Paschal, the Gemara says, if a person wants to follow B'Shammai, they can follow B'Shammai. If the person wants to follow Bezerel, they can follow Bezerel, as long as whoever they're following, they follow consistently. As long as they follow consistently, because if they're going to sometimes go like Bezerel, and sometimes go like Bezerel, and that's what the pasuk which the Marat talked to you before, then that person is still Bechayesh Ha'ayah. He's a fool who's working in the dark because he's going to land up him contradicting himself. So that's the first point. The of the Harab, what said also, whether it's Bezerel, whether it's but that way at least you have a certain clarity who you're listening to, who you obey. That's where regards what he calls the sophic pseichal, which means I know the case and I know what the options are, but I don't have a clear mahalach in what to I make a rav, I follow the rav, and then that takes away the sophic. The second uh, kind of sophic that there could be that Rogamil addresses is a person's in a sophic as to what happened. So he's not clear on the facts of the case. And it's very often you get in the shayla a person think well, maybe this happened, maybe that happened. I'm not sure. uh, and mature uh, and it's not a question of what the halakha is it's first a question of what wh- what were the factors what actually happened in the story on which a person the first met the pascal so here a is not going to help you because the rab can pass if he knows what happened if a person doesn't know what happened so then now he left with the suffolk now there are halakhas for the suffolk sometimes we say suffolk there is in the khumrah sometimes we say there's a hazaka sometimes we say there's a raif there's what to do in the case of suffolk but all those rules really are in, uh, uh, what to do when unclear. A person never has a clarity in what happened and therefore what to, what's the right thing to do. It's rather instructions when not clear what to do. In other words, when there isn't, when in uncertainty, how should a person act? And that's another one. Gamil is hysterik manazofik, which means try to make sure one doesn't get into stages uh, situations like that of in clarity, because it, it's, uh, uh, even if there's uh, set of principles what to do when uncertain it, it's still not the way that a it balsakha acts. It's still not acting with a, a, clear, a clear understanding of what happened it's rather dealing with in cases where I don't know what do I do and then what as well a rule is that a person who knows what he's doing and understands the situation and understands therefore what to do about it is acting more with the task than a person who's Wondering what to do when I don't know what happened, in cases when everything's unclear to me, and therefore a person should remove themselves in cases of a so that I don't get into that situation. And uh, the third rule Aram gave us, and that he said in times when it comes to mitzvahs. Uh, so a person can do a mitzvah in a way where he's yet to, do mitzvah, but not yet to do the mitzvah, but it's not yet to the mitzvah, it's not yet to the mitzvah completely. Because even if the Mesa, what he did is okay, but there would still be the possibility of, of in which he wouldn't be do the mitzvah. Let me explain, and this is the first example. You get the example of Mesa. Now to take Mesa properly, it means 10%. If a person knows exactly how much weight he has, and he knows, and he can weigh it, and he knows exactly how much Mesa he has to take, he weighed it, so I know I've done the mitzvah properly. I got a thousand kilos, I took a hundred, I did myself. But if a person is going to estimate, I see the uh, huge bales of wheat, I can measure the height, I'm estimating probably around a thousand kilos. So I should probably take around a hundred, I estimate that too. So even if, that, if we learn from a possible that I um, could be a with that, but it's not doing the of properly because it might not actually be a hundred kilos or two, or maybe it's actually a bit more than that. And therefore, what a person can be say, as it's called it's, the Bediabot, is acting with the suffering, It's not acting with the Clarity. I'm not sure I did the Mitzvah right. The same thing when it comes to other Mitzvahs. Uh, if a person isn't paying attention to what he's doing, so I think I was probably say, I think I had Kavana. I think I thought the right things. I think I took the precaution to, to, to do all the points I meant to do. But at the end of the day, it's still a certain amount of chesed, It's still a certain amount of assuming with rather than knowing. And once again, for a bal seichel, I want to know that did the mitzvah did it right. I want to know if I took my it was exactly the right amount. I want to know that if I said shema, I had kavanah on all the words I was meant to have kavanah on. I said it in the time I was meant to say it. And that that mitzvah is a mitzvah which is done correctly. Without that, without that, so even though I can. Maybe assume, let's say, or, or rely on the fact that I probably did it right, but there's no guarantee, and therefore, it's not the right way to do Mitzvah. Those are the three uh, in pieces of advances that I'm give And they all come from the same use site. And that is, what a person does, he should do with the clarity. What a person does, he should do with the knowledge that he's done it the way it's meant to be done. And then, rather than being a person who's, uh, so to speak, uh, groping his way through life. Uh, without knowing exactly what what to do, what needs to be done, if he did it right, there'll be a person who has, the, who has the clarity of what needs to be done and what to do, and that he did it properly. And that's function the function of a person's seichel. The function of a person's seichel is the ability to come to a clarity. Let's give an example of this as well. You'll get people in their learning that learn with half-clarity. And therefore, they can learn and say, the yes the pain like this is the like that. It could be like this, it could be like this. And you can explain it like this, you can explain it like that. And now we've confused ourselves fully, we can go on to the next one and do the same thing again. And then again, even though it's, uh, I can discuss options and more options and possibilities and more possibilities and uh, different ways how to, th- verb, and just express something and and different possible reasons for something. But if the process is just going to make me more and more unclear. The process is just going to make me more and more confused. In other words, because of the the multiple options that there are, I'm not actually sure what's right and what's wrong anymore. It could be like this and it could be like that and it could be not like that and it could be maybe this way, maybe that way, and what do you come up with? Well, it depends. Maybe like this and maybe like that. So then I'm, I'm just, so to speak, increasing confusion. And that's not making me work with more seichel. If anything, it's making me work with less seichel. And therefore the right way to know is, after all the options, to clarify. What am I coming out with? What's clear to me? So now I know that there is one opinion, two opinions, three opinions. And I know what each opinion holds. And I know why they hold what they hold. And I can explain the logic of each side separately. And I know how we're we going to basket. And then I come out with a clarity. That's what we call das. That's the cycle which a person is meant to use. And then what, what I've learned I know clearly and I can, I can utilize it to understand more. Whereas what a person does without clarity and the way the person learns and just inc- increases confusion is something which at the end of the day he comes out with knowing less clearly and just being more mixed up by all the possibilities which were left unresolved. And at the same time, I not it's not terror, but I'm saying it doesn't have the mailer of the seichel that, that provides a person with uh, with either clearly what to do or with the clarity of what he knows. Okay, so that's the rule of Rangamiel. The Maral just says a few more lines. Let's read them. And he says that why the next Mishnah brought was Rangamiel, and didn't bring the next door. Hidal's son was a nasi after him, was called Shimon. And regards the after why why? And he says also the next door doesn't bring down the it's because in the, same, the old in the same one of the next. First then it's Shimon, then and then his Shimon, Why does it bring the other doors? And he says the we know that the door following hillel there wasn't a clear link who was the next so to speak transmission transmitter of the messiah the next link in the chain because on the one hand hillel's son was the nasty after that was ramsheh min hillel on the other hand rabbiachim ben zakai was hillel's talmud and rabbiachim ben zakai was really the leader of tal yisrael he was one who made decisions before the Khurban, after the korban. So the mission didn't want to bring that that door to make us think that the next that whoever the mission would bring would be the one to be considered the one who transmitted the Messiah to the next door. It wasn't one person. And the finishes also wasn't two people. Because when you had the Zugas they worked together, they were partners. They sat together, one is Master, one is Alpha. And therefore we can consider that they combined as the next link in the Messiah. Whereas over here, they, they were separate. They were both ideas, both leaders, but and therefore the mission doesn't want to mention either of them and give them the title as being the one who was considered the manning of that door. Like we said, they weren't a partnership. Shaykh, Nasi, and together. Hilkoch, the mission chose to leave out the door to show we, not, we no longer Detailing the the steps of the transmission, because after that it spread to many people. There wasn't a one a one person or two people who were responsible on their own for transmitting the mesirah. Same thing, the other diaries after that. We also found more than one person, and that's why it doesn't bring one person only, because there wasn't a transmission of Torah through one person only. Okay, so that's the door we're speaking about, the door of makhalkis, the door of of different opinions, the door with the different chains of musairah, and that's where Al Gamriel's advice was so well suited to that door. When there are different opinions, it breeds confusion, it breeds uncertainty. And the way to combat that is either the clarity a person has on their own in their learning, they can decide in each case what to follow, or otherwise, the clarity that a person has a rav, and i listen to my rav, I listen to my POSIC, and that way I don't, to, I don't have to be left in doubt of what to do because I have a clear decision a clear, made for me, I have a clear route mapped out for me, and I can follow that without getting into a sphikas each time of whom I'm meant to follow. And that's good. The Torah says that, uh, uh, that when there's no syncedrin or God to decide, so then in each place, or in each, the, the Rob who's, who's in, in trust with making decisions, I'm allowed to listen to him, I'm allowed to follow him, and it gives me the clarity that I, that I have a, so to speak, a steady and, a, and a comprehensive mahalakhtarach. Now, the two points, a person should make sure that what he does is clear, not to get himself into focus of what to do, and admit as the myth the a person does, as he should do in a way which he knows for sure that he's been kind of properly, and only is left in doubt as to what he's done or hasn't done. When a person it's clear what happens, or the situation is, it's clear what to do, and it's clear that he's done it right, then is the person who's acting beseikha. Then he's the person who's using his mind to make to ensure that his decisions are logical and that the methods he does were, were fulfilled properly, rather than the person who's left always uh, un- un- unclear and always doubtful as to what he's doing and if he's doing it correctly.